0: frown friday come on get smiley
1: if i throw on your way throw it back my way even if you get cut up on the highway don't frown put your finger down it's friday
0: welcome to the matt and beth show this is episode
1: 39
0: all the other episodes are at the Show.com.
1: i used to think as a kid that if it was something that adults liked then it must be healthy oh okay so like i thought mints were healthy <laughs> <laughs> So when I got older, I was like, Tic Tacs are good for you. They're healthy.
0: I could see that. Good
1: for you and filled with vitamins. <laughs> they are not.
0: You're listening to Matt and my mom.
1: This is the Matt and Beth Show. Okay, welcome. I had a really good conversation last night.
0: You did? Yeah.
1: Really, really, really good conversation last night with... Uh, my
0: stepdad. Uh, so you had a conversation uh, with your stepdad, but you had never met your stepdad. I never met him so before. You're com- like you started this with, hey, I had a nice conversation. The truth is I met my stepdad yeah, like, would have been a nice intro. Let me take intro. that back.
1: So last night I met my stepdad.
0: What? Yeah.
1: Like my, not, yeah. So my new stepdad, uh, Marv, cause my mom got married. A month or two ago. A little bit ago. My mom got married a little bit ago. Just a quick, hey, uh, we're getting married. Uh huh. Who is this guy? I had no idea really what was going on. Yeah. It, flip me a little bit and so i've had a little bit of time to think about it okay and i'm so happy for my mom after last night's discussion so she calls me and uh she hadn't called me in a while and i know she's been busy why well she got married so my mom yeah she she met not met i guess a long time together and then and then one day later they got married and so she was joyful like um, cause my mom's been through a lot of stuff that we have caused. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like my mom has always had this just sliver of like lack of peace. You could just always feel it with my mom and all I ever wanted was her to be at peace. Yeah. You know, and it took me a long time to realize that I don't think people are going to handle, going to you know bring you ultimate peace. But I believe that God put people in our lives that can help with that. And I yeah. think this is somebody who my mom found that really, really is bringing happiness to her. So ultimately right away with that sound in her voice, I was like, I like Marv. Yeah. And so then we talked for a little bit and he wasn't much. He was just giggling at the stuff. I was telling him a little bit about my mom and how she tells stories and she'll say things that don't really go together. Like I'll smack you so hard. Your head will swim. Is it spin? <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so he was just really, really nice and really friendly. And my mom and I had this great conversation and she's so happy. So I think I'm going to go back to Seattle so I can meet my stepdad face-to-face. I Aww. think it's, I need to shake that man's hand. Yes, you do. Yeah.
0: When are you going to do that?
1: Do what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's episode 39. Yeah. Let's have some fun. The Matt and Beth Show. The Matt and Beth Show. Go! The Matt and Beth Show. Text like I do. I do? Except I use one finger. <laughs>
0: I need to learn how to do text with the with my thumbs. Ways to text probably more than anything.
1: I do too. Oh, is this my Group Me? Do I have a bunch of stuff on Group Me? Will it come to my text? How does Group Me no. work? Can you explain Group Me to me?
0: <laughs> it's a group messaging app. But the the beauty of it is you can add and subtract people at any time.
1: So what explain that? In you can't like, do that on other groups?
0: Um no. Like let's say I texted Four couples friends and said, hey, six couples friends said, hey, I want to take a group trip this summer. And like three, four, everybody, everybody chimes in. Yeah, it sounds fun. Sounds fun. Well, as we get going, like all of a sudden two of the couples can't go. And now it feels weird for me to keep texting everybody in this group right. chat. So now I'm going to go start a new one if it's just in my text messaging. Right.
1: So now now you've I have got, multiple messages. Right, right. Like you got
0: to keep them straight. This is a group messaging app so that like if two of those couples backed out on the trip, well, they can just, you just take their names off the group. And then you still have all your old chat, all the old plans, all the all the things you've been talking about. But they don't need to know like, hey, we have to be at the airport at this time. They're not involved anymore. And I know that sounds sad, like that would hurt your feelings to get removed Mm. from a group like that. But for me, I'd be like, I don't need that noise. So you can just leave me out of it.
1: I think that's a much better (laughs) way of looking at it. But there's also the other way, which is like, "Mm, we didn't just delete them because they're not going on the trip. You just don't want them to know about the trip anymore.
0: <laughs> they already know about the trip. You can't take back that first text. <laughs> well, nope, wasn't meant to send
1: to you. What if you got invited onto a group me text and you thought you were a part of it the whole time, but they accidentally put you on it?
0: I mean, I and think... then like
1: you showed up to the party and they're like, hey, hey, what are you doing here? Well,
0: I mean, if you respond to messages. Yeah, but what if they you would don't know? They what would if you catch just it. were like, yay, I've never been invited then to I anything? Would, then I would say you should respond to messages. <laughs> <laughs> But not annoyingly. What do you mean? Don't, like, respond. You don't need to respond to everything.
1: Why did you look up in the sky when you said that? Group messages are
0: not. (laughs) Group messages are not for... Silly, I won't silliness. I won't.
1: Do you think that I will be silly? You know, on to group meet, I don't need that much attention when we're not talking how about how do you anything.
0: know I was even talking to you because I, was just talking. I see your eyes look the other
1: way when every time you look at me and say something like that.
0: Okay, so I do, I do this. I've seen myself like on videos and on Marco Polo's. I think I just like that's my maybe a Thinking? tick. my um, or yeah, I'm thinking.
1: But I think when we look to the left or the right it means something it different. It means we're
0: lying. Or looking we're... up is
1: thinking. Looking down is lying because you're disappointed in yourself.
0: What if I'm disappointed in someone else? Ooh, what will I do? Then your <laughs> eyes just roll. <laughs> you're
1: really good at that.
0: <laughs> Episode 39 is brought to you by GroupMe. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you got the you got GroupMe. Now, Matt, today I added you to a group me message that I can't tell... I, I would say I never thought I would add you to it. Why? It's it's a group for parents yeah. of kids, youth, who are going out of the country without their parents <laughs> yes. on a missions trip to Guatemala.
1: Eden is going to Guatemala. Yes. And
0: all together... Oh, my goodness.
1: She's so excited. Like, I wouldn't have imagined. Before this, before she... Let me take you back real quick, okay? Please do. Let me take you back to what this church has meant to our family, okay? Is I remember when we were dropping Eden off however many years ago, when they were like little kids, looking at her and Aubrey in old pictures, your daughter and my daughter, when they were like 12. Babies. They were like 12. Now they're driving cars. Oh, they're driving cars. So to see that when they first met four or five years ago is, um, well, Eden was in the car and she was feeling very anxious. She was going to go into Wednesday night youth group. And she didn't want to get out of the car. Like, I, there was there was a lot of anxiety going on in her life. And um, when she went in and she came back out, that was the last time she ever complained about getting out of the car and going into youth group. That's all she wanted to do was hang mm-hmm. out with those people. And to see that transformation and to see the friendships that she's made just through the church and how your kids have taken – they take this leadership and invite everybody in. It's not a small group that, that just sits in a corner. You – your kids have brought people in and make them feel welcome and invite them and, and introduce them and all of this. So I'm just so grateful for the entire experience. And then this many years later, my daughter is going out of the country to a place that I've never been without me and my, my wife. So to, to think of the growth, even in both of us, cause I, yeah. that freaks me out a little bit, but it really doesn't. It, yeah. I don't know why it, my daughter's going to be hanging out at a dump, literal dump in Guatemala.
0: Right.
1: And I'm okay with it. That's good. So let's let's take this back to uh, why this is happening. Because this was kind of a, here's what we're going to do. T- take us back.
0: Well, we've wanted to do it for years. Sean and I have gone to Guatemala somewhere 12 or 13 times now. And we've talked about for years trying to take a youth trip. Both of us went on um, on missions trips when we were teenagers. And they were very influential i mean they very impactful they impacted our lives i would say missions in my mind going and telling people about jesus but serving people who you know giving your time your your energy your finances to serve in some way whether it's painting a building or doing some kind of kids ministry or serving food to people who don't have food whatever that is it just made a huge impact on us so we've said for years like we would love to be able to take a youth trip and this last trip that we went on, we went to a place where there's a, a, a guy who's pastoring in a, a city, his church is doing well, but he realized there's a whole group of people who are living in the city dump, the landfill. They live there. They've lived there, some of them, for 30 years. And he realized that they were somewhat, um, you know, they were just looked down on from society from the people they weren't really it wasn't that they weren't welcome in their church but they they kind of keep to themselves because they don't feel like they belong and so he just said well all right we're going to start a church just for them so they they have this building it's just outside the dump they um they are starting classes they are they feed they feed the people a couple meals a day, they are started a school so the kids can get an education, and they're starting like trade schools now where t- people can learn sewing, they can learn carpentry, computers, because they want to break the cycle of poverty. We just had a call with them the other day. They had their first, I don't know what you would call it, but success story? I don't know, but a girl who got a job in the in their city at like a clothing boutique, so now she's been able to move out and go. Now she works a job and she doesn't, you know, it's broken the cycle, potentially broken the cycle of poverty for this girl. Now her life is never going to be the same.
1: That's so amazing. And
0: he said, you know, we exist. We that's, But that's just all secondary. We just want people to know that Jesus loves them. We want them to know Jesus and know that he loves them. So when we were there this year, Sean and I, we just felt immediately like we have to make this youth trip happen. So we... We came back, we, we weren't sure, and then we heard of another group that was ta- was announcing a missions trip in November, taking it in June, and we were like, if they can do it in just a few months, we can do it yeah. too. So we're so excited. We thought it would just be us and a couple kids, and we have um, somewhere like 10 to 12 high schoolers saying, I'm going to invest money and a week of my summer to go down, and uh, we're going to do kids kids' outreach, do some fun stuff with the kids that live in the city
1: and funds yeah. for their playground that they're building that we yes. were able to at church raise enough money that night to finish yep. off what they needed. Right. Yep.
0: We, we rarely, we don't ever take offering. We don't pass buckets and yeah. take up offerings like that. Um, but it, it was, it was just kind of a, fu- a surprise That's that so nobody cool. was expecting. We did that on Christmas Eve and our church people just really responded. We were able to raise, uh, although they needed almost nine thousand dollars for to finish a playground. I mean, think about it. These kids, they wake up in the morning and then they, they dig around for in the mm. trash for recyclables that their family can take to the recycle place and make a couple dollars a week. And so these kids don't get a whole lot of playtime. So this church wanted to have a play playroom as well as classrooms to be able to teach those the woodworking class, the the sewing classes. So we were able to raise the funds to help finish that project. So when we go, uh, Lord willing, when we go, it'll be done. It'll be up and running. So so exciting.
1: Well, thank you for taking her too.
0: Well, thanks for sending her. I know it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a new experience for her Mm -hmm. and you. And I just would say it to any parent out there. If you can get your kid out of their comfort zone and to see a different culture, to see um, a different way of life that these people are living but truthfully there's nothing that reminds you of all that you have like when you see someone who lives in in different circumstances and still can have joy and still can have peace and they don't need all the things that we think we need
1: you want to take a snooze you're good you get your blink on. i'm ready to go okay listen, listen 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 do you want to know do you want to question
0: I think it's about what i want right now i think that you've got a couple different things rolling through your mind that you want to talk about and and you're just trying to go. decide which one to start with
1: yeah so i'll make you make the decision first one. First one was which i didn't say one let me ask you a question first how about we do this okay all right so let's go into the bible real quick and then oh, we're going to okay. come back with a snow question since we still have snow probably four feet of it still Yes. I have a Bible question for you. Oh. And I'm just going to set up a scenario. Never do I want you to think that I'm like trying to change the Bible or I don't agree with the way that story went. So let me try this instead and see if this angle is better for me to understand because that's what the Bible needs to be is for me to understand it. Okay. You know what I feel? I feel like that, like, there's this when you question things, I, I never want it to be that I'm questioning it because I'm being argumentative, but I get these questions in my head.
0: They sit there for a while and I figure I'll ask you on Tuesday.
1: <laughs> okay? Well,
0: yes. Well, first of all, yeah. if you are being argumentative, I'm just going to not talk Good. to you because don't. I'm don't. not interested. In I don't arguing. want, no, and I don't want, but you know what I mean? There's people yes. that go, well, I would
1: go, <laughs> that you're trying to argue not with interested. Me. You're not interested in finding out what my thoughts are on that. You want to just, fight with me. Right. So that's never where I'm coming from with any of the questions and, that I have. And, and I for the to
0: record, know. I never want you to think that I think in any way that I am an expert. No, I, <laughs> because listen. the truth is sometimes you ask me questions and I'm really happy. There's they're such good questions, but things I've never asked. So I'm like formulating my opinion as I'm answering yes. them too. So.
1: And, and I want to say this too, is that I really do appreciate you doing that because I know, and let me tell you this, if you're listening to this, there really is no preface anything I, I i have questions and i ask her as she sits down in this chair so she has no With time to morning. look over anything so i appreciate now there could
0: be warning in theory in theory you could but that would be as much me fun. a quick little text
1: <laughs> how and then you won't be like caught off guard you're right it's more fun to watch that
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah so here's sure.
1: my question from our bible study that we're reading right now and we're in matthew and it gets down to Uh, where he's like, yay, taxes. Oh yeah. Here, you gotta go. You gotta go pay those taxes. Jesus. Right. And he says, go get that, go throw a line in the water. And that first fish you catch, you're going to pull a coin out of its mouth and then go take care of that and pay your dues. And I'm like, what the what is, where did that come from? And what does that mean? Here's what I wonder. You don't know because you haven't had this conversation with Jesus. And Jesus was like, throw a line in the water, and when you pull in that fish, it's going to be a fish with a coin in his mouth. And when you pull that coin out, you're going to go ahead and pay all the taxes. All right, I'm on it, Jesus. See ya. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, don't write this stuff in the Bible, but just leave it at that. Don't tell anybody about this, but I was testing your faith. You're fine. Here's a quarter. It's behind your ear. <laughs> <laughs> But do you know what I mean? It's like, and what's you, the question? The question is, do you believe that sometimes some of these things that seem really like weird, weird and uh-huh. ridiculous, and really don't seem like they have a point to pull a quarter out of a, a coin out of a fish's mouth? Do you think that Jesus, he was testing their faith? Because there's a lot of times that Jesus would say, "Don't tell anybody about that," and mm-hmm. that got written in the Bible. But maybe he like after that was a big thing he did. He was like testing their faith, and he goes, "Oh, that's I just I was testing your faith. I don't really want you to go." Pull a coin out of a fish mouth, you goofball.
0: Hmm. Couple things, couple thoughts. Yeah. There were things that Jesus told people not to go tell anybody. And then they were written in the Bible. Like it wasn't, it it wasn't like, hey, this is a secret for the end of time. This is just like right now. Right. I've got this ministry that I'm focusing on right now. And if it gets spread too much, it's going to prevent me from doing some things. Or it's going to stir some things up and people, they're not ready for it. So yeah. don't go tell anybody. It didn't really work too well for him because like, we don't listen that well. Yeah. So people just were like, oh, okay. And then they ran <laughs> and like started the chain or whatever. But wouldn't you have the done the same thing? Or whatever. How do you not? How do you not? I, I don't know. Wait a minute. I weren't you know. blind yesterday? Was I blind? No. no. <laughs> I'm saying like, you got to. Oh, okay. Yes. Let me just spill the beans. Right. Some of them, that would be hard yeah. to hide it. So it got written later. It wasn't like they were supposed to be secrets forever. Um, I think it could have gone a couple ways. I mean, I really think it happened. He yeah. told the disciples, go fish, open its mouth, and there's going to be a coin in it. Um, I just picture them going, yes, okay, and then turning. And when he wasn't looking, like whispering to each other, like, what did he just say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. Or, you know, or maybe, I mean, they were fishermen. Like, did fish swallow stuff a lot? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe yeah, yeah. that's a thing. So there's two different ways. I mean, yes, he did. It said he did it to test their faith yeah. because he, he was testing them to see like, are they going to be able to handle this, the big stuff that comes later? They were just really getting to know Jesus mm-hmm. at this point. So could he have found the money another way? Yeah. But it's like, I'm going to use this moment. This is, you know, we could, we could go get the money from somewhere. Surely somebody has family somewhere that's going to have one coin, something. But I think he just was so intentional. He was like, well, this is just like one little, like God could have prophesied one time that Jesus was going to come. And, save everybody he's gonna be born on the earth he's gonna say die. he's gonna say he could have prophesied one time but instead he prophesied like hundreds of times because it's like the more prophecies that were fulfilled the more like confirmation right so this is like he could have gone the easy way but like i'm gonna jesus was like i'm gonna use every moment that i can that i'm here on this earth to just completely solidify you can trust me you can trust me you can trust me i'm gonna ask you to do something but you can trust me remember that one time i asked you to do something and then it happened remember that coin yeah, yeah That did come out of the fish. Trust me. So I think it was just really intentional.
1: And you think that yeah. that was to build trust?
0: I think so. Yeah. And to build faith. Makes sense. I mean, the other option is he's just like, hee hee this will be funny. <laughs> That's what I, <laughs> I mean. I could just not- find this. I could just, I mean, I don't think he, I mean, again, I think he's intentional about it. But you know, you got to know that he was like stern parent face, you know, like, hey, Go fish, get the coin, and then those they turned around and they're like what in the oh, world, and he's like this is gonna be so good. Uh, this is gonna be this is gonna be good.
1: Have you ever lost anything in the snow? <laughs> People have lost well, a bunch. Well, not of my stock. life, obviously. Right, right.
0: Yes, though. How did you know? I don't know. Recently. No. Oh. It was. It was 1991. Take us back. I will take you back. <laughs> was it early 91? It was, I was. It was my ninth birthday. Oh, my gosh. 1991. What were you like at nine years old, though? Well, I was about to be cool. <laughs> I'm telling you, just wait. It was my ninth birthday party, and the snow started coming down. Like, everybody came over after school. And we we're going to sleep over or whatever. And the snow started really coming down as we were coming home from school. So, You come home do some party stuff eat dinner and then we're all sitting in like the front room by the window opening presents and so I open all the presents from all the different friends and my best friend at the time is looking around going you didn't open my present." And she's looking around she can't find it she's looking in her backpack can't find it or like you maybe dropped it and we all go to look out the front window and there's probably a couple a few inches of snow that have fallen but along the sidewalk that was it hadn't snowed yet so it was clear like when we came home there's along the side lap boop, this little bump in the sidewalk <laughs> in the snow so we go running out there and bring it back in and dust it off and I opened it up and I tell you I was about to be cool. So 1991, what do you think it was? Uh,
1: something that wasn't secular. It was a Michael W. Smith CD. Cassette, <laughs> <A> 91. <'91.
0: laughs> it was a matching set of sunglasses, black plastic sunglasses yeah. with neon orange fanny pack. No! matching sunglasses and fanny pack. I t- when I say I was about to be cool, I was about to be cool, Matt. That snow almost robbed me from being the coolest chick from February to May. Thank God we found it.
1: Thank God. I need some good news baby to me. Give it to me. Your wrap up is brought to you by Trinity Chiropractic. Here's Beth with your wrap up.
0: Well, we talked about taking our students on a trip to Guatemala this summer and we're talking about getting outside of our comfort zones. And you know, I think when we live our normal lives here today's a normal Tuesday. I have what I need to just get my stuff done today. I have the uh, I have my I have time. I have abilities that God has given me. I have a routine. It's all pretty mapped out for me and you know what? I can do it probably all by myself. And if I'm being honest, I need God's help to do everything, but like, I can just go do it today. I don't even, I don't have to pray about it because I just know I'm just gonna go and do my stuff. Well, there's something about when you leave that routine and you leave that comfort space uh, where you recognize that you just need God's help. And I think that's so healthy for all of us every now and then to step outside of what we know we can do into the unknown where it's like, God, if, if you don't come through, I'm gonna fall on my face if you don't come through, like is anybody's life going to be impacted? There's a verse in the Bible, um, Paul writes, he says, but God said to me, my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness. So when we go on the trips like these or when we step out in faith on in areas that God has called, I can accomplish, but it's about recognizing I am weak But when I am weak, he is strong. And it's allowing him the opportunity to do through us what we could not do on our own. So what is God, what is that passion God has put in your heart? Is he calling you to take a trip like this? Is he calling you to sit at a different table and talk to somebody different at lunch today and invite him to church? Like what courageous thing is he asking you to do that's maybe outside of your normal routine and kind of makes you shake just a little bit thinking about it? take that step of faith because where you are weak and where you acknowledge I can't do this on my own or I just don't want to do this on my own God comes through and that's where his power shows up and it shows up for you it strengthens your faith uh, but I believe it has impact on others as well I'm Beth and that's your wrap up I
1: need some good news baby give
0: it to me give it to me have you ever lost something in this now?
1: Carrie lost a hoe like no (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, whatever, I'm serious. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm <laughs> looking for The Matt and Beth Show. All the other episodes are at themattandbethshow.com.